Squirrel of the Week, guys. Welcome back. Dr. Squirrel is in the house. Whoa, whoa. Tell me. I like that name. I think I'm going to keep it. All right. It's been a lovely week. Nice and sunny. A little too sunny, I think. It got warm. In a car with no AC, you learn heat is not your best friend. Not at all. Whew. It was hot. All right. Shall we begin to the squirrels of all squirrels? The adventure of the squirrels. I don't know. I just have squirrels. Because there's a squirrel everywhere. Think about it. How often do you get distracted? It's a squirrel. <laughs> all right. The quote is from a name that is easy to pronounce for once. And I know how to pronounce it. Steve Jobs. Aha, see, I know how to pronounce it. Aha. You work it. Oof, I can't read. I can't speak, though. <laughs> your work is going to fill a large part of your life. And the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is a great work. And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Don't settle as with all matters of the heart. You'll know when you find it. Guys, I love where I'm working, and I enjoy it. I I work with kids down at our child care. Uh, child care? No, at our rec center down here. Um, and I also work the front desk in Rockwell. I work with the community. So I enjoy meeting people, talking with them, getting to know them, getting to know the kids, getting to know the parents. It's all fun. Now, fun fact. Are zebras black with white stripes or white with black stripes? Let's see. Many zoologists would say that a zebra is white because its stripes are toward the belly. The belly is mostly white. Others would say the zebra is black because it. if you shaved all the fur off a zebra, the skin is mostly black. So it really depends on how, who, uh, on how you want to look at it. That is a good way to point that. I never... Uh, to me, they look white and black. Because if you start off with uh, looking at the colors, it goes white, black, white, black, white, black, and the majority of its body is white. That's my thought. Shall we get into the bucket of random? Guys, I might have to... Oh, I have a few more left than I thought I did. Might have to take a break because the bucket is slightly empty, and I'm getting it all ready for you. It's just taking me some time getting it ready. <laughs> Yeah, another long break. Or, I can do filler episodes, like just off-the-topic stuff, and just do like some short episodes and all that. Okay, we have... Ooh, ooh. Guys, this is a really great to topic to discuss. And I loved actually doing this one, too. I said that a few on a few episodes. But, and I'm not positive I've done this yet. Let me double check, but it is Ford versus Dodge. And I, why would I throw it back in there? Ugh. And guys, I went and did my research on this and read and read and, ooh, sorry, read and found out Dodge is not as good as you would think. Mar Marvel. <laughs> Ford is actually the best. They've actually... And I know many of you are going to argue with me. 
but I will give you reasons why. I should have grabbed this first. It's my dumb fault. Right there. Because in 1994, Ford introduced the 7.3 Power Stroke, and it was an instant legend, surpassing Dodge in sales. Yeah, it surpassed Dodge in sales. Oh, hey, guys, I forgot some other notes. In 1989, Chevy Dodge had the better engine at the at a 160 horsepower with 2.285 feet a pound. Uh, okay, Dodge in 1989 had the tw- okay had the 12 12v 5.9 Cam- Camins put at 160 horsepower, torque 400 feet a pound. Guys, that's that's strange to think of. Back in that time, it was pulling that much still. Uh, there are still two million of these. Okay, I'm going back. Like I said earlier, the surpassed sale, Dodge surpassed sales. Uh, Ford surpassed the sales of Dodge when they came out with that engine in 1994. But it, there, there's more history behind it. Um, there are still two million of these trucks on the road today. Dodge and Ford are the most two common trucks driven by anyone. My dad does not drive a either he drives a GMC, but my grandpa, he drove a Ford and Dodge and he loves his Dodge. It's just preference at the point too. Uh, in 2000, Dodge upgraded their injection system to be high pressure common rail after their double valves in the engine to 24, 24 guys. I must've missed something on my notes. Ford went to a 6.0 power stroke. Ford 6.0 was durable at the head gasket. Oh, guys, the head gasket, that thing is miserable. Oh, I don't want to ever replace it. But by what I've heard, you have to pull the whole engine block out, take it apart, put it back together. Uh, Dodge injections were faulty. So they both had their little faults when they first came out with their engines. Ford had the head gasket. Dodge had their injections. After 2007, emissions regulations got even more stringent. I can't speak, guys. I can't speak still. Ford finally switched to a common rail injection with the international 6.4 engine. Dodge made the switch to the ISB 6.7 engine. Huh. I don't know what. Ford has a has a large selection of vehicles. Think about it, Ford Expedition, Ford Explorer, Ford, I almost said Mustang. I'm not positive on that. Uh, Ford F-150, Ford F-250, Ford 350, Ford Raptor. I started naming trucks because those are all I know. <laughs> Ford has lower prices. Oh, and that was short notes. Okay. Guys, it does come down to point of view again. I think Ford, after reading all that, actually has the best of everything. And they're so much easier to fix a lot of stuff. Like your thermos gauge, do your... Oh, I had a Ford Windstar. And everything that I needed to fix was on top. Now I have a Jeep Liberty and everything is on the bottom. 
I know it's not made by Jeep Liberties aren't Dodge, all people are going to say. But if you look at it, Jeep is made by Dodge, but they do own their own company. They just get all the parts from Chrysler. Chrysler provides all the parts to Dodge. I mean, to Jeep and Dodge and Ram. Yeah, Dodge and Ram are two different trucks. Um, That's all I can think of. Um, Today's going to be another short episode, guys. It's been a while since I've had a short episode. All right, now for a fact. A coyote can hear a mouse moving underneath a foot of snow. Guys, a foot of snow is pretty good. And a coyote hearing that, that's dinner for him. <laughs> and and you will you can go on and go look at videos on YouTube and see that. All right, for the object of the day. I've been suggested to this YouTube channel by my friend. And it was um, <laughs> called A Crap Guide to D&D 5th Ed. Guys, it was funny. <laughs> he explained all the 5th Ed classes, monk, druid, all that stuff. My favorite one's the monk. Right at the end of the monk, he's making fun of Dragon Balls. Oh my gosh, it was funny. All that, just saying, oh, here's all this stuff you can do with it. And and he explains it all to those all that want to get into 5th Ed and can't uh, D&D 5th Ed and can't decide what class. He's actually probably the best one to go look at. It, he makes fun of them, but at the same time as making fun of them, he explains them and shows that this is how these classes work and this is what you need to know and this is all the archetypes and all that stuff. Well, guys, I'll see you next Squirrel of a Week. Have a Squirrel of a Week and a Squirrel of a Night. Later.